This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to another episode of News Laundry Hafta. Before I give you the headlines and introduce the panel, just have a small announcement. It seems many of you are discovering the podcast through podcast platforms like SoundCloud or Spotify. We are on Spotify now by the way. Uh and so it seems many of you may not be aware that there is a website called newslaundry.com. which does more than just podcasts and we have reports we have videos we have text reports so do check out newslaundry.com and when you are there subscribe because we don't take advertising because when the advertiser pays the advertiser is served we run on subscriptions so we hope you will subscribe and in case you do consider subscribing also consider contributing to the news laundry sena the nl sena button or you can go on to www.newslaundry.com/sena and contribute to our fund that will help cover elections because we want to have on ground reports from reporters across the country on that note i shall introduce the panel we have a guest with us praveen donthi did i pronounce it right praveen yeah so praveen you probably have read his story which caused a lot of uh, responses and appreciation and criticism on twitter which is basically where news is battled out he is a staff writer at caravan he has been with them for 7 years he's done uh, several cover stories including ajit doval's profile back in september you may have recall that i think we discussed that hmm. on the hafta as well before caravan he's worked at the hindustan times the helka and deccan herald he's been a journalist for over 13 years and the march cover story which is titled the image makers how ani reports the government's version of truth is praveen's story which is the one that made a lot of headlines uh, at least on twitter over the last couple of weeks welcome praveen thank you with then there's madhu trehan our editor in chief hi madhu hello raman kripal hi manisha pande hi and i as you know am abhinandan So Manisha what I mean then say creep please you must now oh, say for, for, now the, for the next few months welcome yeah. home and then stolen by the times of India also abhi the nickname as yeah. well as you know i was told Haan, abhi that abhi bhi people were ah, calling him abhi also. but i was told i was at um, this breakfast uh, and uh, one of the guys who is works with times of india print told me that he was watching times now and another panelist accidentally said <laughs> referring to abhinandan Uh, the pilot has Abhinandan Sekri. <laughs> this is why I sorry I mean Abhinandan Vartman. <laughs> I was like, "Vaji." Huh, anyway, so what do we have uh, today? Um, so grim news coming in from Jammu. There was a grenade explosion at a bus stand. Nineteen yeah, people were injured, ago. and two are critically in our, are in critical condition. A very disturbing uh, video started doing the rounds on Twitter today of saffron-clad men assaulting a Kashmiri dry fruit seller in Lucknow. All four have been arrested. Uh, yesterday in the court, the Attorney General told the Supreme Court that uh, the Hindu story on Rafal deal was based on stolen documents, and, and we'll that, discuss the Hindu story yeah, as well, yeah. which was a major. And that story. it cannot be admitted in court uh, because it was stolen. And Enram responded to this, saying that he's going to stand by his sources. Uh, Wing Commander Abhinandan was handed over to the Indian authorities over the weekend. It was a Saturday, yes. I think. Uh, that got wall to wall coverage uh, everyone was stationed at waga from 11 to 9 pm pakistan detained uh, two relatives of masood azhar it has also added hafiz saiz jamaat ud dawa and fala e insaniyat foundation to the list of banned groups interestingly its army said that the jesh does not exist in the country but its foreign minister only a week ago had said that uh, yeah, you know yeah we are in touch with them and they are there and he's not really well uh, the Can pm said we are in touch with them he says people ha huh. people are a uh, people are those people <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
But uh, I guess he meant Pakistani people, right? Yeah. God knows. The people uh, there, he said. Uh, God knows. Uh, <laughs> people there. So, Who's there? Who's the people? People. Uh, the uh, Prime Minister gave a speech yesterday the, where he attacked everyone who's asking for proof of the strikes and he called them the poster boys of Pakistan. Uh, Pakistan Minister Fayazul Hassan Chauhan was resigned over anti-Hindu remarks. This I thought was very interesting. Yeah, he was he called Hindu That's scout. That's a big development. Yeah. Yeah. It's never happened. Yeah. Um, what did he say? He's, he basically he said, said that Hindus drinking, are idol urine, worshippers. Yeah, cow drinking, uh, cow urine drinking people and idol worshippers and we are stronger than you and all that. Hmm. And he had to resign. There was a big furore over it. Uh, Amit Shah said that 250 terrorists have been killed. This yeah. even as everyone's, the Air Force has maintained that it doesn't know. And the Air Force chief said that we are not going to count casualty figures. That's up to the government. Um, and Modi also said that if the IAF had, IAF had Rafal, none of our fighter jets would have been shot down. So there was a lot of Pakistan news. Clearly, also yeah. the three Jamate Islami leaders who were arrested, uh, the assets were sealed in Jammu. Also, apparently, uh, Yasin Malik is his case has been reopened. Thirty-year-old case. On the, regarding the abduction of Rubaiya Saeed. Mm. Um, then why claims of the PFPF pilots lynching don't add up? In fact, that was a very interesting story that News Laundry did. Mm. Uh, one story had gone all over the place mm. that the Pakistani Air Force pilot who had reportedly ejected was lynched by Pakistani people. And it appears that story was based on a Facebook post. Yeah, That was a shocking reportage. And, you know, some large, large organizations went to that narrative. And I have some good news that uh, I was quite surprised that of late people are stopping me and saying News Laundry is doing really good work. Oh, thank you, people, if you're listening. Uh, then Rahul Kamal's exchange with Piyush Goyal at the India Day Conclave I thought was noteworthy, where yeah. he told Piyush Goyal, we don't need lessons in patriotism from you. And he kept cool despite yeah. quite yes. provocative statements from Piyush. I mean, I will never accuse Piyush Goyal of being classy or sounding intelligent, but even by his own standards, he was sounded so foolish when he was on that tirade. Yes. And, yeah. you know, and he carried on for a couple of minutes. He could have just said it for 35, 40 seconds and then... No, but, the, but this is a, st- uh, a, a line that has been obviously come as a diktat. Mm. That if somebody asks you for numbers on how many people died in Pakistan, you will simply answer, are you questioning the army? Mm. Then, so this, re- this response has been repeated by all the ministers. Speaking of Pakistani, this thing, Manisha, you know the headline you said that no one is asking for proof of Pakistan. Indians striking Pakistan. People are asking for proof of the number of dead given. Hmm. And I think that and wording is very important because these guys have turned the wording into they're asking proof of strikes. Of course we know this struck because they went across. Everyone has said this struck. The evidence being asked for is the claim that the BJP made in the first place 300 terrorists. Hmm. Okay, that is the evidence. And not the extent on the strikes. of damage. Means, like, what number, exactly the did you... number also because the politicians have exactly. given they, they were the ones. Actually they the could simply say that we don't have the numbers and that would put everything at we we are not on the ground. Exactly. We don't have the numbers. Which they is sanitize the place. They're not allowing anybody in. And they're showing a showpiece place where some forest, there were some bombs dropped. And they're showing that to everybody, but they're not showing the actual footage. I mean, that would give them some credibility. They, they're not showing and the even, actual place where it was bombed. And even if they don't, you know, that they need not have gone with that narrative, but... And Shiv Shankar anyway. Menon said the right thing on, on some TV program. He said, look, it doesn't. the numbers actually don't matter. Exactly. The fact is, the message has gotten across that we will come in and come we after will you. Invade your, which we is what we discussed last LOC, hafta as well. And we will come deep into Pakistan. Yeah. Then the OIC, Organization of Islamic Right? Mm. So while she went there and in the past we haven't really given this organization much cognizance, she went there, made an exception. She was invited. Pakistan boycotted because she was invited. 
yeah and after that they issued a statement condemning the terrorism indian terrorism in kashmir so i'm not sure what that achieved it was considered a major coup that she's been the guest of honor but uske baad unhone hamari bad kar di so i pakistan ko appease karna na so then almost all parties want jammu and kashmir polls with lok sabha elections says the election commission so it appears rajdeep has tweeted watch this space uh, in fact rajdeep tweeted today that the haryana assembly and the maharashtra assembly are going to be dissolved and uh, elections will be announced soon and they will want those to be held with the lok sabha i i don't know whether that will happen but that's his big expose on twitter his big revelation on twitter then trump moves to end special trade treatment for india he is making his usual noises of basically just making only enemies and no friends then prime minister tried to portray all dyslexic people in poor light says disability rights group those of you who saw that speech of his uh, it keeps getting more and more yeah, petty that was just he's uh, it was so petty especially because he's interacting with children you know and, and just, it was obviously scripted as i think someone pointed out that all his interactions are scripted he doesn't even with his own party he doesn't take him from no, interactions no that's even worse if it was scripted then exactly. his response exactly that means he had thought of this joke that i'll make a joke on rahul gandhi with this punchline i mean he'd already thought it through because he knew what the discussions are going to be i mean it's so <laughs> air india crew asked to say jai hind after every in flight announcement jai hind uh, trevor no <laughs> apologizes but defense comments on india pakistan tensions jai hind <laughs> uh, we we'll, we've discussed an awful and awesome but I'd like to know what the panel thinks and the delhi court has summoned jairam ramesh the caravan magazine in the wake doval defamation case jai hind praveen uh, tell us about both your reports that have caused much furore on twitter this week one is on ani um and the other one was on orf that was caravan it but that wasn't yours but it was in the same issue of caravan uh, but so i just like to discuss that because next week we'll get too late but first with yours just can you tell our listeners what is yani it's a private limited company that is a news agency yeah and people subscribe to that's a revenue model that's right yeah and it existed uh, you know for a long time but i think for the first time people noted it when narendra modi chose a you know ani to give his first interview hmm. uh, you know of this year in the election year all important why not arnab why not sudhir choudhary why not rajesh sharma why ani because ani has that reach uh and i can take it from there yeah i mean it has a monopoly in video news production and uh, it's become the bedrock of indian broadcasting system you know now because we know uh, all the tv channels are cutting down their bureaus cutting down costs you know and uh, it's very cheap to produce talking head shows you know mm-hmm. uh, but the rest of the day uh, what they do is they depend on ani feed and uh, this feed uh, i'm trying to argue in the piece that it's it's extremely manipulated uh it, it's uh, i mean for it, it's been like that for ages like you know ever since it's been uh, you know founded which is how long uh, 1971 incorporated but i think it became really active in the 80s and mm-hmm. in the 90s it really took off you know it was all under the congress but the bjp they have a certain affinity with you know during nda 1 and now it's it's visible at one point it was called advani news international because you know his daughter used to work for uh, ani and advani you know used to obviously give them access a lot of he was the most powerful uh, bjp leader at the time right and uh, you know bjp was all i mean vajpayee was also very close to ani and all that now i mean uh, we are in this post truth you know fake news kind of a, you know political system right Uh, so a lot of news that you know that emanates from ani is you know state propaganda you know that's what i try to show how how they do it how they are close to the establishment so i'll just to cut in i'll just explain to the listeners basically ani is like a wire service that you subscribe to so 
news organizations don't have reporters all over the country so they subscribe to a service where they get let's say 10 minutes or 15 minutes of footage where you'll get you know 40 seconds of one two minutes of one and you know some art uh, some interviews and on the basis of that you can file ground reports your reporter hasn't gone there but ani has a credibility that most news organizations will take an ani feed and say okay isse hum report card thing which is why you see a lot of similar reports on different news organizations those all stem from ani that is the function that ani serves which is why they have the largest footprint yeah, yeah. if you see uh, today's express front page you know there is a piece uh, a small story on two bjp uh, leaders fighting in up right it went viral right. so it was uh, you know it was ani footage you will see ani you know watermark also on the oh, there was on only the screen shot okay yeah so you know is it really important how did it make to the front page hmm. you know in the sense it's everywhere we cannot escape i mean we are living in a very visual sort of age right so and uh, and, and, and this being the only organization it has a monopoly and it's had monopoly for a long time and the story is that you know the government allowed it to be a monopoly you know discouraging other people i've met a lot of people who wanted to try senior journalists you know with some capital but none of them were encouraged you know all the doors were shut especially after 2014 you know i think news laundry did a story about how hindustan samachar is also being encouraged yeah. it's it's a, yes. it has direct links with the rss yes. so the other news agency that's benefiting is uh, ani Okay. you know and uh, modi after coming to power gave ani the most number of interviews like 2014 you know before uh, you know elections 15 then 17 then and recent then recent one smita prakash that we the discussed the recent one of course you know was much discussed you know so it has a reach in the sense they have a partnership reuters the international uh, mm-hmm. news agency has 49% stake in uh, ani nobody really knows that so and who has the rest the rest is uh, held by ani founders prem prakash uh his son sanjeev prakash smita prakash is married to sanjeev prakash uh, but she doesn't have any shares but uh, you know the founder prem prakash's wife and his daughter you know on the majority they have the rest it, it's a family owned group now it's into third generation ishan prakash the son uh, the grandson of prem prakash has taken over i mean he runs the live services etc so uh, so you know most of the tv news is now dependent uh, you know depending on ani feed and that comes in a manipulated uh, you know sort of form so then in the in this age of information explosion you have like a very strictly controlled narrative you know coming into our tv you know so and then uh, you know hmm. now let's move to hindu madhu what is your take on this threat of official secrets act in fact i'll just quote this is what the See, gentleman said the official secrets acts was written in 1923 the date itself should explain it <laughs> it was I, meant for native indians uh con- controlling Brits. native indians uh, against a colonial rule hmm. and uh, our venerable forefathers kept it in our constitution and the fact is that it's being used Uh, many times against journalists uh, i think recorded lost 15 14 or 15 times in the last 5 years and um is basically to silent people on on a, on the basis of uh threat of imprisonment th- on this and in this actually if you look at what the court said yesterday the bench said to venugopal yesterday it was very clear that are you going to he I, i think it was justice joseph who said are you or the chief justice one of them said that are you going to use the official secrets act 
to cover up what if it covers up corruption. Corruption, correct. And he's very clear on that. And Venugopal says that these documents should not be looked at because they're stolen. And, and, and they compromise national security. Yeah. So he said that means that if somebody uses documents which may be stolen, but to prove his innocence, are, are you saying that the court should not look at them? We will look at them. Hmm. So the court was very clear that they were not buying the Attorney General's argument on any of these issues. And then he brings in this emotional blackmail that the country needs uh, uh, F-16s. Yeah, of course we need F-16s, but that does not justify two parallel negotiation teams negotiating with France. Uh, the letter which Hindu, one of the things that, that Hindu exposed was this, that this was a letter from the ministry to the PMO that you are carrying on parallel uh, negotiations hmm. and that undermines us That's so who are they listening and to that and that was the old one and the, and the new exactly. one in fact the uh, just to give our audience a context uh, the Enram's latest report basically what it says is that it is uh, a, the committee the Indian committee that was looking at this deal uh, saying that waiving the clause that requires a bank guarantee has inflated the cost significantly by some and 500 million and the escrow account I mean that was such a reasonable thing to ask to do so um, and, and that is what they're saying, and of course that's and Hindu said that they have access to these documents, and that is what they're saying. They will charge them an official secrets act. Raman sir, you were saying that while it's a big expose, the story is not written simply. It's it's too technical. It doesn't. How is that, it's as if I mean, straight written from the documents. But that is, is a problem that you journalists and, uh, and yeah, yeah, because there's no restriction on word limit for them. For both. So that's mm. why they, Arun Shuri's clause in anything that he writes is you can't touch a word. But you can't take away the fact that the story was extremely relevant and uh, very important and it exposes the... the and work. has it been taken up by television like they take up any other... Biggest fake news of this year is Rafal, according to all the news anchors. I See, mean, one I mean, issue I would like to bring up in this discussion is that what I'm seeing is that there is the supporters of the government, uh, they are actually going after journalists saying, why are you asking these questions? Why are they agenda-driven agenda questions? Why, why are you asking questions that pertain to national security? Journalists should not be asking the questions. There's a real wave against journalists asking the questions. And what confounds me really is that what are you fighting for? You're fighting for the right to not know. Because... <laughs> I don't want to know, so don't ask the question. And so what is the issue here? The g journalists are not asking questions for, a pers for personal information to go home and gossip. They are asking the information, f asking questions to get information for the public, public to know. So, and why is the public saying, don't ask the questions because we don't want to know? What but kind of diabolical <laughs> position is that? Speaking of the numbers, there is some new evidence that my nation has carried. And I believe Shiv Arur also tweeted this out that the bomb that they are saying that hmm. they use does not bring down the yeah the, the actual structure. Basically, it's a penetrative bomb. What the skeptics is the right word? What the skeptics are saying is that satellite imagery shows that those those structures are still standing. In fact, there's an Australian policy magazine that showed the satellite images. Then some images have come now from, I think... Reuters also put up a piece saying that there's been not much damage. So My Nation has carried a piece. My Nation is owned by Rajiv Chandrasekhar, who's a BJP MP, and, and which says that it was a penetrative bomb, the same thing, ah, and then so it, it goes in, it explodes, but it does not, it need not uh, bring, down the, bring down the structure. So A, I'm not sure why they'd use that, but irrespective, my question is that 
Uh, how can the opposition be accused of setting the narrative of maximum airtime and the biggest loudmouths belong to the BJP both officially and even their proxies? I mean, does anyone buy that this narrative has been set by the opposition or those who question Modi? Is it possible? I mean, I don't know. We don't Which have the accurate narrative? number. Wait. The 300. The, 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 the skeptics, that why are they questioning this? Oh. Isn't that a natural follow-up from what they set up as a narrative, the BJP? Absolutely. And look, the, forget BJP Congress, the international media, the reports that have come out, they are responding, they are testing India's claims of major damage, destruction of a terror camp over 300 terrorists dead. So now everything that they are evaluating on the is on the basis of this narrative set by the Indian government. So sure, the bomb may have been penetrative and maybe it was not of such, uh, you know... It wasn't supposed to do what, you know, we... But yeah. then, uh, if you're saying 300, then that doesn't match that narrative. Mm. That this bomb is, you know, not, not going to destroy the entire structure and all. Because you've said you've destroyed the entire structure. So all the skeptics are responding to uh, what the government has said from the day one. From within like half an hour of the news trickling in, you have said you've destroyed the entire JEM leadership. You've killed 300. You've destroyed a largest Amit, terror camp and its control room. So and how can you? And then Amit Shah says that in a you know public platform, of course it's it's going to be questioned. Yeah, so any you, I don't think there was ever a question on whether the bombs hit the target or not. We all knew it hit, but what did it do after hitting? And what that exactly did what it hit? Was yeah, the what damage? was the target? Yeah. No, I think people are uh, primarily questioning the whole number, the act itself, because they want to send out a message saying that we don't want to be taken for granted. You know, we are not fools. You know, I think that's why more and more people are questioning, you know, this time than uh, we, when we had surgical strikes, if mm. you guys remember. Surgical strikes seems to be like a settled matter, but I don't know. I still have my, you know, doubts about that. You know, and then uh, I'm thinking, you know, if they had said not 300, but 1,000, you know, the media that's, you know, favorable to them and uh, their uh, constituency they would have run uh, you know with the number yeah. and they would have tried you know like all these guys are twisting themselves to to prove that you know whatever these bombs only you know damage in fact Rahul Shiv Shankar said uh, exclusive uh, yeah. access Ghuske Mara what did his exclusive access document so say so they would have uh, yeah so they would have you know gone to any lengths to prove that there were 1000 not 300 so you know they would have done that because they they want they have to do it but uh, yeah and the people are questioning it because I don't think they the BJP got its dividends they were hoping for with this, you know. Well, claim. I think that we'll know after the election. Yeah, I, I mean, anyway, that's my reading. Also, you know, Nirupama Subramaniam, the senior uh, right. editor with Express, she put out a story saying uh, the people who were, uh, the students, etc., uh, were taken to uh, some other place, you know, by Pakistani army before the attack happened. So if that is true, if we go by that narrative, nobody is discussing that. I don't know why. It, it was on the front page of Express two days ago. Hmm. Uh, right? Where she said uh, the trainers, the kids who were being trained there yeah, were taken were, back to the village were, I mean yeah the Pakistan army sort of like cleared them out and took them elsewhere so if that is true then obviously there wouldn't be any damage but under Reuters I would go with international organizations rather than ANI and Praveen Swami's first post and other publications. Yeah, that's a story we should discuss. Has right. Praveen, Praveen Swami, Swami responded to the questions about his story? Yeah, he did. First post carried a story by Praveen Swami, who's the editor. A very fantastic cinematic story about the irony of war and all that. So basically what he said was that the Indian, we shot down one of their F-16s, that pilot fell. And when he fell, the locals there mistook him for an Indian pilot and lynched him to death. And that there's a lot of similarity because his father too, like Abhinandan's father, has served in the F force and how the goddess of war is not kind to all it was a spectacularly written 
piece which really bothered me i think we discussed with madhu also because it just seemed like wow crazy but it turns out a news laundry carried a story on that that it was all based on one man's facebook post nothing else nothing more than that facebook post the air force uh, person that he has cited has only two sons there's no third son and both sons are not in the air force they are in the uk they've got nothing to do with the air force or the army and there's absolutely no proof of a pilot having been lynched other than that facebook post yeah, which and, everyone ran and with and when we counter question the man who wrote that facebook post he said that it doesn't matter whether a shahbaz or a abbas died someone died that That's was it. his that was his koi na koi to mara na koi to mara tum pata lagao ab so so he had just done a facebook post so based on nothing so he just did a facebook post praveen swami being this editor picked it up and just pasted it and that story is still sitting on facebook uh, first post website what happened uh, and there's no accountability no so did he respond to our story he responded saying uh, that i have an on camera testimony of my source which could just be a skype interview that you took with him that doesn't prove no, on camera with this person Umar who Khalid, did the um, face who posted the face so yeah. what evidence is that's, that's not it, evidence you just have evidence <laughs> of somebody cooking up a story no mother there's, there's a big difference in a facebook post and me reading out the facebook post and video <laughs> <laughs> that's evidence milosh and uh, you guys do subscribe to news laundry pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served when advertisers pay advertisers are served if you're listening to this podcast on stitcher or any itunes or or spotify we have a website called newslaundry.com which does more than podcasts it has videos it has articles go to nl sena and also contribute so that we can cover the election in a robust way all of you listening in uh, the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers are served thank you Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.